Hey, thanks for listening to Unleashing Kingdom Voices. Join me or a guest as we unlock some secrets to AI, to personal development, to finding your voice. Join us now as we help you unleash your voice. Hey, welcome again. It's the Kingdom Enter podcast. I'm so excited for you to be here. I really appreciate you listening. It's been really fun to hear you read your reviews and your comments. So thank you so much. So you know me. I always say, find your voice, share your voice, and market your voice. And you know, I always believe that wasn't just a marketing thing. I really believe that as a mom, a dad, a wife, or a husband, you really could find your voice in your home. That's why I'm so thrilled to have this guest because Sapna Sapna is a parenting coach who works with parents of teenagers. Come on. She empowers the parents to foster harmony. Basically, I would say to win the war at home with your voice. So will you please help me welcome Sapna. Sapna, tell them your last name. I just didn't want to butcher it. So tell me, your. go ahead. It's four syllables. It's Radha Krishnan. <laughs> Radha Krishnan. There you yeah, go. Yes. So I said it. When when it comes to um, that, I have a system that you know writes the 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 captions. It'll be interesting to see how they do. So I met Sapna just a few weeks ago, and I loved it. It was just like we were having. I think it was during lunch, and all of a sudden, this pretty young lady kneels down and says, "Hey." Can I be on your podcast? I said, sure. What do you got? She told me about parents and children. I thought, let's do it. So, Sabna, thank you so much for bringing your value to my audience. I'm so excited to hear what you have to say. So, let me get a little background from you. How did you get into really having a heart for parents being able to communicate to teenagers? Where, where did that all come from? First of all, it started with my own uh, relationship with my mother. When I was a teen, we were constantly putting heads. Uh-huh. Um, I wish my mother had the tools that I had. Mm. would have made her life easier. Poor thing, I made her life really, really troublesome. Okay. A lot on her plate as it is. I understand that now yeah. as a mother and a mother of a teen. Okay. Back then, I, it the children, you know, the way children are, ra- when they're born, you know, they don't have to do anything. They cry. The milk is supplied to them. They ask for anything. Uh, they're taken care of. They're picked up. Yeah. So in some um, natural way, a child thinks the whole world revolves around them. Exactly. Exactly. So when we are constantly feeding on that, Anything that happens, and this is a natural part of development. That's how babies are. That's how children are. They think everything is happening to them. Oh, wow. Everything is happening. Yeah. And so that's how I was as a, as a child and as a teenager. I was thinking, oh, this is, they're doing it to me. I'm yeah. here. <laughs> but now as I have gone through my journey now, first of all, I wanted to shift that dynamic with my child when I had my child right. and I realized I had no tools Sarah, to raise oh. him. I was told it is going to be in, uh, intuitive. You will know how to raise him. Oh, you will know his whims and fancies and you'll be able to cater. I did not. And wow. When I did not. I thought them, something was wrong with me. Oh, bless you. Yeah. I was told you will know what to do. No, I did not. And I felt wow. horrible. 
that's when I was like, okay, I need to figure this out. I need to figure this out. I want yeah. to be a good mom. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Clearly, maybe something is wrong with me. If it is, then I'm going to figure this out. That's what led me to this journey of learning about parenting. Good. Yeah. And it's so sad when I went on this journey, there is a school for everything. To drive a car, you need to take lessons. There's a driving school. To be a doctor, there's a school. To be a teacher, you need to. But to be a parent? Wow. Nobody teaches you that because we have been told. That you know, it's it's funny. I, I remember my husband used to say about his dad because he had a rough childhood. He said, well, he didn't have a manual. You know, mm. so that, that's fascinating that you're bringing that out. You know, that there's not, maybe there are a little more now, but there's not that many yes. manuals. Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to say something. When you yeah. say a baby, you know, feed me, you know, it's all around me. If a parent doesn't train that child, they grow up to be adults who are train me, feed me, you know. <laughs> and yeah. so it's a definite need right from the get-go. So. <laughs> So you like kind of developed your own as you studied? As I studied, I read a lot of books, many, many books. Everything had a step process, like one step, two step, three step. But nothing gave me a, a tools to connect with my child because oh. every child is different. Those steps might not, were not being applied, were not taken on by my child. Right. So I needed to tune into my child, which I didn't know how to because oh. I was so disconnected. Uh, with mm. my, myself. So when I tell this to my uh, clients or parents who I work with and try to explain to them what this disconnection is, it's like, this is how I explain Teresa. Like, let's say I have a headache. Okay. Nobody told me the name for it. Like, there's no name for what's the pain in my head. Okay. Nobody talks about the pain in my head. Nobody says I have pain. Uh, but some, I feel something is up, something is wrong, and I don't know how to tell you what is wrong. Wow. I don't have the words. I'm going to think I'm crazy. Wow. But if I just came to you and told you, there is, I have a headache. Yeah. Clear words, you know, you understand what the word is, you understand what headache is. So you will be, you will suggest me some remedy, right? Take a tablet, take a nap, simple. But with parenting, no words. I was feeling helpless. My child was not sleeping through the night. I felt like yeah. everybody's saying, oh, you're going to enjoy, enjoy this phase of life. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> it was not beautiful for me at all. And I felt horrible. Like, what kind of a mother does not enjoy? So was he, as a baby, was he just like crying and hard to put down? Yes. Did did you, and I'm just curious in your studies. My second child uh, went into the NICU first, but he was a big baby. He had pneumonia. But when we finally got him home, he would not sleep alone. I mean, we did the tough love, let him 10 minutes. I think I even tried an hour and I thought, this is not working. So do you find that? I know each child is different, but is there some... Is there some, was there some sort of trauma? Maybe even just childbirth is traumatic. Did, did you find the discovery of why? Obviously that drove you to study, but did you ever figure out why your son had so much troubles? Now when I look back, he was just being his, a child. He okay. had his own, and like, you know, he, 
he was learning about his body and yeah. i was panicking for little <laughs> things i would yell i would feel like a not good enough mother because oh, was, and i share the story most of the time i've written about this in my book as well when my child was learning to potty train at the age uh-huh. of you know 3 4 somehow because i have my own stories and that time i had just started working on it and i had these perfectionism stories i'm a recovering perfectionist so okay. i had to get everything done but my child was not learning at the pace that i had expected to and nobody told oh, me wow. it's not different so yeah. throw this wild tantrum at my child who was like 3 or 4 and uh-huh. was, and there was one time the my house was quiet and i had just finished cooking or i was doing something and my house was really silent so i went looking for him and he was in the bathroom i heard some noise in the bathroom <laughs> i walk into the bathroom and my child was taking care of himself because he had an accident wow imagine a 3 year old is taking yeah. and as soon as he saw me he was like okay my mom is going to go on a wild rage mode and I saw his face the fear on his face there oh, is a yeah my heart he's a baby he needs to come to me for help but he was oh. so scared of me oh. I um, I was like okay something has to change about the way I am oh. behaving yeah. because I will damage this child if not yeah that yeah. was a wake up moment for me. Yeah, the last thing you want is your child to be afraid of you. And you know, your heart's bubbling over cuz to have a child is got to be one of the most amazing things of loving, mm-hmm. you know, loving someone. You just didn't think you could love him so much. So, that had to be so was that like it just like, okay, I've got to figure this out and did you continue like studying yeah. from there or how did that yeah, go? I started, started studying um as conscious parenting is what I was really really drawn towards. Okay. Conscious parenting does it gives you the tools but right. after you connect with your child it's more about connecting before okay. you correct your child and that message oh, wow. was so well, very pulling because then i would know it's like you have this toolbox like mm-hmm. every parenting yeah lesson, it has a toolbox like you say this you say that but conscious parenting tells you which tools to take out of your toolbox okay so wow. that was a skill which i needed and right. then it teaches you mindfulness conscious parenting teaches you mindfulness okay. and then i went on this journey and i went on a 10 day retreat silent retreat wow. which was a wake up call for me because you oh. sit with deep introspection and you clear your own psyche so mm-hmm. that has been my journey so i use the mindfulness tools i use okay. the techniques the skills and then Yes, I, I, it was a journey. My reactivity started reducing. I still react now, but yeah. I catch it sooner. I get back to neutrality faster. Very well said. Yeah, because we can react and just waste every love connection and break it. But if we learn to respond, which is easier to say that than not. By the way, you guys, Sapna does have a book, Yelling to Zenning, that you might want to pick up if this is really resonating. So. I saw a picture of your son all grown up. <laughs> you know, how, how old is he now? 
16. So what, what turns have you had to take and increase to the part where you say, hey, we can end the war at home with the teens? What, as he grew up into his teens, what were some of the things that you learned? We'll be right back. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. Just a short break. Meanwhile, check out TeresaCroft.com. I use the, I have taken a vow of silence. Once you turned a teenager, I keep my mouth shut, let him do all the talking. Uh, And I listen, I listen more because of the skills that I have practiced. I listen, I listen, and I listen. So the more I listen, the more he talks and more he tells me about what's going on in the school, what's happening with his friends, what he's feeling. So it's it's very very tempting to open my mouth and give him and wanting to give him an advice, but then again I hold my mouth and I can hear my ego roar. Oh my gosh, he's going to do a mix, mistake. He might you know fall into the wrong company. He's oh, playing wow. too much games, or he should be studying. I can hear my ego roar with my teenager. It yeah. didn't much with my younger child. With the teenager, it goes ten x. Yeah. You know, wanting to shut him down because now he's going into his own authenticity he's trying yes. to explore being an adult yeah it's scary because it's so uncertain you don't want your child to do the same mistakes you did yeah my projections start showing up fear starts coming up all that that's, I have that's just phenomenal though to say it's definitely conscious parenting because I wish I listened more to my, my, I have their, my kids are 21 and 25 and I can look back and I can either live in regret or just say, let's go on. They love me still. And I love them. But, you know, I think what, when you consciously listen, someone needed to hear that with their teenager, they need to stop the correcting right away. Let them express, because tell me if this isn't true. Sapna. If you don't listen, when you listen, let's put it this way. When you really listen to your child, you're validating who they are. And mm-hmm. kids at that age, they need lots of validation that I have a voice that I can share this with my mom. She's not going to flip off or shut me down or tell me to go to my room. I know that's hard because my I can remember. Oh, what are they doing? But that's fascinating. So is that part? That's got to be part of the conscious. Yes, parent, right. Yes. It's a skill. Like you go to the gym, you work. <laughs> it's a skill. <laughs> yeah, just like you go to the gym and we lift yeah. weights. <laughs> so you we in conscious parenting, I train the parents to prepare before the moment. You practice yeah. before the moment. Like for an exam, you don't study. When you're at the exam, you prepare for the exam. It's oh, the same way. So but you're ready when the moment shows up. You have all the skills, yeah. the tools. Yep. Say, so, um, I don't know how you prepare in the morning, but uh, it's probably different. Everyone has a different way. But I know that I know for through the years, I've had to prepare my heart every morning. And have a, I have a relationship with God and really just either sit, pray, mm-hmm. listen to worship music, read some of the word. Because I know that. I always had to do that. Even when I had to get up early in the morning, I was on a radio host and I had to get it. Oh, dark 30. And I said, God, I know just this 10 minutes, you can multiply this because I'm not just, I would take my kids to work up until a certain age. So I was like having to work. I was on the air. Yes. And I brought my kids into the studio and it's kind of like, Hey, I brought you into this world. I can take you out. 
Shut up. Because we had this one period of, I'm sure that was wrong, with this one section in the early in the morning where I had my mic wide open because we had like an on-air prayer time. And I sometimes I wonder, did I damage my son? Because <laughs> he was like the cranky one. Anyway, just, oh. just such gold you're sharing with. Oh, well, I we wish you make me think, oh, I wish I would have done that better, but it's good. No, we parents, we have the best of intentions. It's just that sometimes it gets lost in those yeah. translations. And sure. no matter what, every relation is going to come with his ups and downs. And I yeah. say I've already saved up some money for his therapy when he grows oh, up hey. for all the time. I'm all for that, girl. Listen, I'm all for that. Therapy yeah. has saved my children. So let me let me let me present. I, I could just see someone listening and they're and this is what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Stop now, I'm too far gone. I've yelled at my child. Mm-hmm. He's 16, going on 23. How can I reconnect to my son or my daughter? What would you what would be like a beginning point for that person? Yeah, you can always connect with your child because I have clients who are in their early, you know, 30s to in the 60s trying to connect with the 40-year-old because you can always go back. Okay. The tool you need to hone on is accountability because just even as I'm doing this, there is so many times, like let's say this happened in my household yesterday. He's 16, going on 17 pretty soon. And we were having a conversation about a class, his bo- boxing class. He kept missing. And the conversation got heated up. Okay. Oh, you always do this. You did this when I joined my swimming classes. I loved swimming, but you pushed so hard. You hated when I missed <laughs> it. You went on a rant and it still scares me. Oh, I could feel my ego wanting to defend myself and say, oh, I wanted the best for you because I love you. I stopped. I paused wow. at the moment and I said, I'm so sorry. Wow. I'm so sorry, child, because then even I was a new mother, I did not know. I thought I was doing right, but I did clearly I did not. Wow. I know better now and I'm so sorry. That was hard, Teresa. I'm not sure. gonna lie. Yeah. That was hard. So it is about taking accountability. Yeah. The moment I took a- a- accountability, the energy shifted between me and him. That's good. And don't you think accountability is another way of saying, hey, be responsible, Teresa, for yourself. On a good day, I do well to manage me. Especially as they grow older, they're going to make choices. Mm -hmm. And if if they know they can come back to a mother who's let them talk, they they probably, tell me if I'm wrong, they'll probably come back quicker. Let's say they went out and did something with their friends and they're ashamed of it now but because you opened up that line of communication and because you love them what a testimony as they come back and you love them you may correct them and say give me your iphone for the week you know something like that but 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 because you validated them that is so i hope someone is just getting a ding ding because that is beautiful and do you hear softness she's not you're really humbling yourself to say hey Humble yourself with your child. Be accountable. Be responsible for your emotions. That's beautiful. It is hard when it comes to being a parent, Teresa, because we have a control, a leash over what we say when it comes to our neighbors, our bosses, our siblings, maybe even, or, you know, our partner. We have this leash over what we say. But somehow, when it comes to our children, we have this top-down approach and we think children owe us in some unconscious way. 
Yeah. That we feel we owe, they owe us. So we go on this, we unleash what we need to say. And that's that creates so the disconnection. Yeah. But this is the most important part. So you can leave, you can shift houses. You can even divorce your partners. But when it comes to your child. Yeah. You're, mm-hmm. you're, you're there. You're stuck with them. Yeah, they're, they're a part of you. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. Okay, so that's that's just, I can't tell you. Someone needs to rewind this and listen to that again. Okay, so I'm going to change and go into and pivot. I, I'm always fascinated by this, and we're in the same mastermind. So how do you go about someone? This is a totally different subject, guys. I'm always into marketing your voice. <laughs> so how do you, you got to have clients. I'm just curious, how do you get your voice out to be known, to develop a brand? I'm just curious, how, how has that been for you? I tap into my pain points when I was raising my child. Okay. And nobody spoke about it. Like I said, they yeah. what I was told is, oh, it's beautiful. You might, you enjoy your child's childhood. Yeah. I was not enjoying that. So I just speak my truth of the pain like not he was not sleeping for the nth time struggling trying to think I was doing something wrong as a mom I just share my truth and most parents they connect to it most mothers mostly connect because they have they're in the same environment where you're told you should be loving your child no matter what's happening with you (laughs) so you are authentic your superpower was your authenticity that's beautiful so someone, I'm again, I'm just going to, if that's okay, I love to see how people market their different voices. So you shared your voice often. Is that like on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook? Where was the main place where you shared your voice? Instagram. I go Instagram? share my stories on Instagram. I'm very raw and open. Yeah, that's okay. Um, and that's <laughs> probably what draws people to you, girl. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I've come across some of your videos and pause people, not just because I, I was like, I want it. Well, well, that's good. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Anyway, sorry, I always like to talk about sharing, finding your voice, sharing your voice, and marketing your voice. So have have you found that the masterminds, been, we just go to the same mastermind, guys, so we're just kind of having a talk. Do you find that the mastermind has really helped you? Just curious, because I've just joined in the last few months. Yes, because I meet people like you. Yeah, horrible people, authentic people who are rooting for each other. Yes, I love that in a community, and we need yeah. that everywhere. Be it parenting, yeah. a bit human. So um, good. I saw to- your uh, you put up. I think it was your thirty second, maybe from the last mastermind. They give us thirty seconds, guys, and we basically <laughs> have to say who we are on their stage, and then we share our superpower. And was that from the last, not this past one, but one before? Yeah. You did that so beautifully. You guys try saying what you do in 30 seconds and then add a superpower to it. So that was really, I just want to commend you on that. It was so good. So beautiful. So I just, I appreciate you that you have something very valuable and you use your voice. And obviously you use your voice in your book, Yelling to Zenning. Why don't you tell us a little bit about what's in your book? Yeah, this book is, again, all the mistakes that I did. Yeah. <laughs> and I wish somebody had helped me with it. And I am hope, and this is my wish, that a mother picks this up and sees herself in this book and doesn't feel alone in it or yeah. kind of shame in it. That's why I share, share my stories very vulnerably, very openly. Yeah, Even a time when I forgot my child at Costco. That's a story you need to catch. <laughs> 
Um, no, come on, I want to hear that story. What happened? Okay. I love stories. Let's go. What happened? Uh, my child, four, five years old. I go to Costco, all happy, having fun with my child. He's talking at the back seat of my car, and we're talking. Okay. So I park at Costco. I park. And have you ever encountered the situation where it's when you park and there's a space right in front of you? So you try to pull the car up front so it's right. easier for you to leave? Yes. Okay. There was a spot right in front of my parking spot. So I moved the car up front in, in the Costco. There was a lady waiting for that spot. I didn't see her. Oh. Okay. And she got mad at me. She started oh. yelling at me and she drove off. That was it. I was hooked. That's the word we use, right? We get hooked, meaning what? Your, your thoughts are running. You're all anxious because something happened. I bought into the story that she put on me. Right. That I, I was she being was projecting. Projecting. On you. Yeah. I bought into that story. So my, I was hooked, meaning my thoughts was like, how could you do this? You should have been more mindful. What will she think of me? How could you be so stupid? You know, fast. Sure. Then it went into, oh, she's a crazy lady. You know, my mind was just, it was going really fast. And I was feeling like I had done something wrong. The shame was all the stories. So I finished, through all this, I finished my grocery shopping with my child in the car. And still my mind looping. Sure. So I come back to the car. I load my car up. And my mind's still going fast. Okay. I start the car. I move. And I hear the loud thud on the back of the car. I stop immediately and turn. My son, I had forgotten to put him in the back seat of my car. Oh, bless you. <laughs> oh, anyway, it could happen to anyone, but bless you. Oh, my gosh. This, he is the most important yeah. thing in my life. In my life. Like, I would yeah. go in front of... It still tears me up when I listen to this story yeah. and I tell this to myself. Yeah. I can go in front of a truck in front of, you know, to save my child. And I had forgotten to put him in the back seat of my car. Because was so so rattled. Yeah. Wow. I, up, I ran back, put him in the car seat and I started bawling. Oh, bless you. Out yeah. of the shame and the guilt. Like, how oh, could I be so self-absorbed? Yeah. Oh, bless you. Go yeah. ahead. That's, it can, you know, you can get your mind. I mean, you can go into horror stories of, of Parents who just forget they have their child or they think their husband and something shifts in your mind. Which speaking of what you are teaching uh, parents that one, feelings are okay, but I love how you really go inward to reflect. There's healing in that. There's getting stuff out and communicating it to yourself or with someone. I mean, whatever it is, I always think, whether you're selling cars or trying to help parents, there's always a mind game that you got to make sure there's some personal development that I'm sure you probably spend the first part of your uh, uh, clients with just really kind of making sure they got this worked out. Is that about right? Yeah, first, they need to get clarity. Most parents come to me wanting to fix their teenagers, which is yeah, but they're pushing you, teenagers. You know, yeah. they, children come with this invitation, Teresa, for you to do look into yourself. And That's if you good. are open to this invitation, yeah. you take this invitation, oh my gosh, this journey is going okay. to awaken you and yeah. have an amazing um, impact on your relationship with your child. Mm-hmm. So again, we start with that. They come to me with that. Okay. They get to they see their projections, their expectations, their yeah. judgment that's yeah. blocking their connection with their children. Once wow. they see that and they release it, 
Mm. Gateway is open. You're seeing your child yeah. for who it is they are, and your child picks up on it, and yeah. boom, there's connection. Yeah. And then the connection is just like the tidbits of it. The, these are minute parts: what to say, yeah. what to do. You know, all those things are very minute. That's so good. They're just tools. Yeah, you know, I can be a testimony, Sapna, of my kids. Really, they're upset with my husband. We kind of had a messy marriage. There were some issues there, and I can be a, a testimony that since my husband passed, he passed June of last year from cancer. They have come back. I feel like I have, it was so hard. They were avoiding us. They had issues with their dad, rightly so. And many times their dad just didn't know how to validate them. That's why when you say listening, oh, I know how powerful that is. But let me be a testimony. If you think you've lost it, if you're listening, you think, well, it's too far gone. They're in their twenties or they're in the, you can still restore that communication. And I'll tell you what, Love them where they are, and you'd be amazed how they come running back to you. Validate them, listen to them. I, th- I don't think, I think, yeah, this is for teenagers, but it, like I think you said, this can go on. All your clients are like my kids in their 30s, but yes, you still can use these, these tools of consciousness, going inward, reflecting, getting your junk cleaned up so you can better love your child, your adult child. Is that about right? Yes, yes, and starts with working on yourself first. Yeah. If something is activated, you're lo- you're gone. That moment is gone. If something is activated, did, did you, know. you say? Did you say I'm saving up money for my kids' therapy? Did you? I, <laughs> I had therapy the most part of this year. I had a neurocycle facilitator, so it was definitely reflecting and inward. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with neurocycle. Uh, the 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 tenets of that of how your brain really matches up to what the Bible says about renewing your mind, Repl- you know, trauma sticks in your body, you know, getting it out of your body and or reconceptualizing a new memory. So I'm sure, in a way, in your own way, you have to do that with your parents before we can talk about Johnny, who's they're ready to kick out the door. So <laughs> yes. In some ways, it makes me, I always say, don't live in regret, Teresa. And that's something I struggle with because I, I, I don't think I was the parent. I wish I could have validated my kids more. I did the best I could in the marriage that I was in. But I am so excited for what you're offering. Now, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, what's the best way to touch base with you? Sapna. Yeah, they, they can follow me on Instagram. That's Sapna Rad Coaching or Facebook. Right. It's Sapna okay. Rad Coaching. They can look up my website and I can give all your listeners a free go-to guide for the team. Awesome. Yeah, I would love to share that. And my okay. website is sapnarad.com. Yeah, sapna. Say Rad, that. Rad. Sapna, R-A-D.com. Wonderful. That's an easy way to remember. And I'm sure she answers her DM. So if that slips you guys, I'll put it in the show notes too. So you can... So you can be aware of that. So I have a link down below, Sapna, and we're really, I'm with a group that's really fascinated. And so when you talk personal development, we're all on it. It's a group, it's an alliance where we teach personal and professional development leadership. We also offer stages for them with the Radiant Speaker Academy. So just want to take this time this Friday at seven, y'all, I'm going to team up with my friend, Michelle Tufford, and we're going to just have coffee and talk about life. And can you really? Get paid to help women grow. So I just want to put a plug in for that. 
Wow, Sapna, I'm so glad we got to have some time. You have really inspired me, and I know you've inspired our listeners. So, hey, guys, do us a favor, write a review or share this with someone. Maybe you know a parent that's really struggling right now. Please share this and get in touch with Sapna so she can even give you some tools. And don't be afraid. Sometimes it has to start with yourself. Sabna, God bless you. And hey, thanks for listening to this edition of the Kingdom Mentor uh, podcast. I'll talk to you in the next episode. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to Unleashing Kingdom Voices podcast. We hope today's episode has inspired you to embrace and amplify your unique voice. For more insights, resources, and information about our courses, AI tools, and our incredible guests, visit TeresaCroft.com.